Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Trio Talks. After a long break due to COVID-19, we are back with another episode. I'm your host, Sierra McCaskill, and today we have with us Elijah Brown. All right, so thank you so much for being here with me today. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time out of your day. No problem. Um, So why don't we start off by you introducing yourself? Okay, just the whole name major, that whole deal? Yeah, sure, if you want. Okay, cool. Well, hello, my name is Elijah Brown. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. I'm a graduating senior at Mizzou. I study linguistics and Spanish. And should I go into my postgraduate plans? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, so I graduate in two weeks, actually, December 18th. And I actually have an interview on Monday for the Missouri State Public Defender's Office as a legal assistant. And since I'm not going to be in school for the next six months, I'm going to be studying for the LSAT, which I plan to take in June. And then hopefully I get this fellowship for the Fulbright and I'll be in Colombia during that year if a vaccine is around. Or I'll be teaching English down there in Colombia. And then when I return, I'll be going to law school. Wow, that is an exciting, you're about to have an exciting year. (laughs) Yeah, big moves. (laughs) Yeah, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. All right, so why don't you tell us a little bit about your background? Background? Well, I'm from St. Louis, born and raised for the most part. You know, moved around a lot during my elementary school years, but eventually came back home to St. Louis. And I went to Eureka High School out in the Rockwood School District. I was part of the DSEC program. Where I basically catch a bus at the crack of dawn every day and get bussed out into the suburbs. Like they're, they're better schools than the ones in the city. So I guess it was worth it in that aspect. But then again, I dealt with a lot of racism at that school because of that, coming from the city all the way out to the county of St. Louis. So that kind of impacted me in that way. But yeah, I was definitely an underachiever in high school because I fell into that black stereotype of, you know, thinking that athletic is my only way out. And so I was really into track and football and wrestling. And those are my top three things. And if I wasn't going to get a scholarship that way, then nothing else really mattered. And so for my first two years of high school, I was really, really bad. Like I was doing below average. And it blows my mind to think about it now because I was never average. Like I was never that. I kind of just fell into that role because I was an athlete at that school. And that's what they expected of you. You know, if you were black and you were an athlete and you were nothing at that school, it felt like. But my last years of high school, when I started getting out of sports and going on my own little road, that's when I got into the academics and I was realizing my potential. And that leads me here. You know, I barely got in, but thank God I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should made it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so what was your experience like when you first came to Mizzou freshman year? I think I have a unique experience because I started at Mizzou the summer after graduation of high school because of the summer bridge program, or back then it was called the summer transition program. So I was a part of that. And it was basically a program that buses, or not buses, that gets kids from KC and St. Louis and the Missouri area in general and to Mizzou early. And we take two courses, um, biology and sociology with really good professors for the summer. And throughout that summer, we learn a lot about like the things, the resources on campus that are available to us and everything. Study habits, we get to study groups. We learn these, all these new study methods that you never use in high school. And I guess that was really, really helpful for me because it set up the foundation of my study methods moving forward. So, and like in that program, it wasn't like, it's not purely based on academics, which is a funny thing, but we got so competitive in the academic department that it kind of raised your standards for yourself. 
So immediately from the get go, I was like, all right, I can get an A in this class. I can get an A in this class too. I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna do it as good as I can, nonstop, all gas, no stopping. So yeah. Uh, so that's kind of how I got my start at Mizzou through STP or the Summer Bridge through the case office. And then moving forward, I got into Mizzou Black Men's Initiative. And that was really, really beneficial for me. <laughs> like even looking back at photos, I was recently looking at photos from freshman year. And it's funny how much I've changed, you know? I was such a scruffy little dreadhead kid and I was not refined at all. But at the end of the year, MBMI had really like kind of paved the way for me to like continue my success. So I really appreciate them for that. Yeah, that's great. Um, so uh, fast forwarding now to senior year, what would you say, uh, what would you say like the big differences, you know, from first being here at Mizzou to now? Well, COVID has obviously changed so much. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't really compare it in the social aspect at all. But I would definitely say that just even before COVID, I could know, I noticed that compared to my freshman year, I'm still really, really involved. But my freshman year, I could be truly involved with everything and commit my time to all these different organizations. Later on, I had to focus on a few of them. And so some of them I didn't go to as much and things like that, which was a bummer. But it got me more into the communities that I was that I ended up focusing in. So for example, the Association of Latin American Students, the organization I've been a part of since the second semester of my freshman year. I was a secretary my sophomore year, the co-president my junior year. And now I'm just a regular good old fashioned general body member again, which is nice is to sit back and look at your work and how it's yeah. how it's developed through the community. But I love being involved with ALAS and that's gonna be the biggest heartbreak of graduation is not being able to say that I'm a part of Alas anymore because it's a community that's given me a lot you know it's given me my best friends my girlfriend the fraternity that I'm now in Lambda Theta Phi Latin Fraternity Incorporated I met all of those guys through Alas you know and so Alas really played a big part in my development and we, we weren't able to meet in person this past semester because of COVID which really sucks I love meeting the freshmen and getting them into Alas you know so that really sucks However, they've been doing as much as they can with the events that we have. And so it's as close to good as we're going to get in these times. So I appreciate that. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, so who would you say are like your biggest supporters um, throughout your course here in college? Ooh. <laughs> I don't know if you ever listened to the album 2014 Forest Hill Drive by J. Cole. But at the end of the album, he has this 14, 15 minute long thank you that he gives out. And that's kind of what I'm going to do if you ask me that question. <laughs> but honestly, everyone in the case office, you know, Justin, Ms. Brock, Ms. Anna Maria, Ms. Hayes, Angie. Um, am I leaving anybody else? Donnell, he left us, but, you know, I still love him. I appreciate everything he's done for us. Um, yes. Ms. Andrea Jackson in the International Center. She is a saint. I love that woman to death. Like, man, that, she, like, that opens up a whole new conversation about my study abroad experience. And... I'm so grateful to have somebody like her in my corner. It's because of her that I even thought about applying to the Fulbright, you know, cause she kind of opened the door for me with the international experience, you know? A lot of us from low income areas, you know, we don't really think that we can get outside the country, you know, let alone our cities. You know, she really opened my eyes up to the possibilities and now I want to be an international lawyer, you know, like, so it really impacted me what she, what she's, the role she's played in my life, you know? Yeah. All of my friends in the MCC, um, Donald Gilliam, MBMI, Ms. Velma, everyone over there. Man, 
I try not to leave anybody out. Uh, Mamadou in the Spanish department, Dr. Marlo, um, shoot, who else? Dr. Marlo, Dr. Gordon, what, what am I saying? You know, these are my linguistics professors, Spanish professors, you know, really helpful people, people that have really helped me decide how my life was gonna go. You know, I came in thinking I was gonna be an education major. I got, I got a sniff of linguistics and I was like, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> And then going to Spain with under Mamadou's lead was such a great experience. I'm really grateful to have him in my life as well. But yeah, su such a big, huge support system I've had in Mizzou that I've been so lucky to have, man. And like, oh man, the Honors College, everyone in the Fulbright, or not the Fulbright, the Fellowships Office, everyone over there in the Honors College and the Fellowships Office, they, they are saints. They really want to see you succeed. You know, Megan Boyer, Eric Potter, Rachel, all those guys, man. <laughs> I told you this thing is going to be long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just a handful. That's all I can think of right now. Yeah, but that's always a good thing. It's always a good thing to have, you know, like a kind of like a tribe, you know, like a group of people uh -huh. that helped you get to where you are. So definitely a positive. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm sure that as a senior, I'm sure that you've been often going down memory lane, you know, looking at like how your four years have been going. Um, so what would you say is your most memorable experience here at Mizzou? Oof. <laughs> there are so many. Oh my God. <laughs> you see, I've had such a great experience at Mizzou. You know, and I know I know a lot of students can't say the same, but like <laughs> consistently good things have happened to me here. You know, like from, from getting the Gilman scholarship to getting the Yale fellowship to do research over the summer thanks to the help of professors like Marlo, Gordon, and Mamadou, you know? But man, what was my best experience? That is a hard question. You know, <laughs> studying abroad, I don't know if that counts because it was out of the country, but man, <laughs> that was such an amazing experience. Me and my friends still talk about the stories about the things that we did over there, you know? And it was such a rich experience, you know, both personally, professionally, and culturally. Like that was an amazing experience, 100%. You know, but so I said, um, Spain, Oviedo, oh, okay, cool. yep, up in the north. Great times, the best of times. You love to see it. But um, I would say on campus, at least, some of my best experiences, <laughs> they came from just being involved with ALAS and going to our meetings, you know. Sometimes our meetings wouldn't be about much, you know, like, we just sit there and play loteria. <laughs> but then other times we get into those really nitty gritty conversations that needed we needed to be had. And I really appreciated those, you know, this community I, I identify with and that I care about and they cared about me too. And yeah, the, the salsa nights, oh man, COVID go away. I need those back. Those are the best of times. <laughs> Cause like I have so many good memories here. Like I, all I can do is sit back and smile at all that's happened to me here, you know? Yeah, yeah sure. we had, we've had our stressed out days, but for the most part, raise the sunshine. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, so I did learn that you were uh, chosen to be the Grand Marshal um, of graduation this year. Um, so what exactly does the job of a Grand Marshal consist of? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so graduation marshal, specifically for a student, is like, if we were doing this in person, I'd be the one holding the flag during the ceremony, like leading the students in and stuff, helping the ceremony go on, you know, basically like those kinds of roles. And I never realized until I got, I was chosen for this award, I never realized that that was a thing, you know, like, I don't know, in my head, it was just like a blur, that role. 
but I was like, yeah. oh man, that's really cool though. Oh, what me? <laughs> Thanks. You know, you guys think I represent these these ideals and everything, and I really I really appreciate that. You know, that recognition it feels great. And shout out to Miss Vicky. Um, I met her through the Central Latino, I think, a place where I volunteer. And I think her and Miss Andrea were talking about me, and that's how kind of the graduation marshal idea came up. Because originally, they I was told to apply for the Mizzou 39, but since I'm graduating a semester early, I can't apply for this year. I would have had to apply for last year. I didn't know that. And it breaks my heart because I was like, that's the one award that I haven't got yet at Mizzou. You know, I had been the cherry on top. But it's all good, you know, graduation, Marshall. It's, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. So I guess you kind of already talked about um, kind of like the process of it, because to be honest, I didn't know. Um, I kind of relate to you on that part because I didn't really know what a grand marshal was and what exactly they do. Like, is it an application process? Are you chosen? Um, so it's pretty cool that you uh, uh, were chosen to do it. You know, it's a really cool distinction. Mm -hmm. um, so is there anything that you have to do to like prepare for it? No, I don't believe so. You know, since our, our commitment is going to be online, so it's not like I have to go and practice holding the flag and taking such an amount of steps or any of that, you know, it's going to be online. So I guess that I'll just be there. I'll appear, you know, say hello, <laughs> give yeah. my peace and wish everyone the best, you know, because not everyone graduated in four years, some of us five years, some of us less, you know, but we all did it, you know, and that's the big thing. So I can't wait to be there smiling like, hey, we did it. Let's celebrate, you know. Right. And do you think it'll make like a lasting impression uh, on your graduation experience? Mm -hmm. For sure, for sure. Like, it's such a great honor, you know, like, and it's the recognition that you, you that I've worked so hard, you know, here at Mizzou. And so to get this kind of recognition, if it's really important to me, it's like, well, they really appreciate it. They really saw my work and they appreciated it, you know? So I feel like it's gonna play a big role when I look back at Mizzou in a few years and be like, oh yeah, I'm a true tiger, <laughs> Mizzou made and all that, you know? It's yeah. your typical alumni. Yeah, for sure. Um, so in all that you've done here at Mizzou leading to your graduation experience or leading to your graduation, um, how would you say that TRIO has impacted your journey? Mm -hmm. So I have an early on experience with them. You know, like I said, I came into college and I was like, all right, I'm about to prove them all wrong. I'm going to get these good grades. I want to see what I can do. And so in doing that, I was told to go to tutoring, you know, and my first semester, I didn't even, I didn't really need to go to tutoring. I was doing really good. I still went though. And like through programs like TRIO, I was able to do that. I was able to get these tutors that'll, that even like helped me improve from there, you know? because I already had the material, so they pushed me even further. So that was really beneficial. Yeah, that's great. Um, and lastly, you know, as a senior, I'm sure that you've had a lot of wisdom uh, when it comes to college-related things. Uh, so what advice would you give to future TRIO and Mizzou students on how to have a successful experience here at Mizzou? Mm -hmm. You know, I've been asked this question a few times by underclassmen and like younger initiates in the fraternity I just joined. And one of the funniest things is that I'm graduating summa cum laude and I ask people, how do they think I did it? And they're like, all nighters, all nighters, all the time. You must have gotten no sleep. You must not, not have had a social life at all. And that's the funniest thing because you know how many all nighters I've pulled? Zero. <laughs> Literally, I've never pulled an all nighter. I don't stay up past 1 a.m. on a school night, like mm -hmm. ever. And especially for an assignment, you know, I'm very proactive about my work. And that's the, my biggest, that's my biggest asset is how proactive I am. 
I get things done, done so ahead of time. So when those final exams are rolling around, I've already like looked back on them. I have them dialed in my memory and I know them so well that it's kind of not even in my memory anymore. It's just kind of like how I interpret it. You know, it just is really dialed in. So one of the big things I would recommend is make sure you're getting enough sleep and being proactive. Because procrastinating is gonna be your downfall. Like it's gonna be your downfall in every way. You know, I look back on last semester, I got a B for the first time in forever. And I was so disappointed in myself. And I was like, where did I go wrong? And it, I, I, was, I was looking at those nights where I was, I was up late typing these papers when I shouldn't have been because I procrastinated on them. And that was my number one mistake. Sorry, Marlo, I could have got an A, I'm sorry, I know. <laughs> but yeah, sleep, number one. <laughs> yeah, that's always a good thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so is there, that was all of the questions that I had. Um, was there anything else you wanted to add? No. It was nice talking to you. <laughs> I'm thankful yeah. to be here. Yeah, you too. I really, really appreciate you uh, taking out the time. To our listeners, stay safe and stay tuned for the next episode of Trio Talks.